Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. This week on the podcast, we are talking about how do you hit the reset button when life happens? We're talking a bit about alcohol, about body composition and weight. And in this podcast, Jess is back. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know last year I did um, regular sessions with Jess, kind of live consultations and informal sessions that were just put here on the podcast and they disappeared for various reasons, which I'll explain in a minute. And now they are back. So if you enjoyed last year's sessions with Jess, welcome. We're back to one. And if you want to catch up, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're new to the podcast, then you can go back to the show notes and catch up on some of the previous episodes. So this week we're really talking about, um, yeah, hitting the reset button because hashtag life happened to Jess and some just big stuff happened. And so we just had to stop and she wanted to restart again. Probably it's about six months Um, it's probably about seven or eight months actually since we recorded. And so our last recording, she'd made loads of progress with her hormone symptoms. The main reason she, um, we started these sessions together because FYI, Jess is my sister. So she's not a, a, a client in the normal sense. She's my sister. She came to me because her hormones were just going crazy. She's always had steady eddy periods, 28 days on the button, no real drama, boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden, they just went a bit mental, and she wasn't really sure why. Um, she knew she had thyroid disease, um, but she wasn't sure if she had antibodies and Hashimoto, so we ran some tests there. She's anemic. Her body composition has been struggling, like with weight yo-yoing backwards and forwards and gaining weight and not losing it. Um, low energy, brain fog, all these kind of things. So when we last checked in with her, she was doing a lot better, and a lot of her hormones stuff had disappeared basically and she was mainly wanting to focus on body composition. So we're kind of checking in today and we're going to talk about alcohol and body weight and resetting all that stuff. So this is going to be a good one. These episodes with Jess are always quite funny because she's my sister. We just have some banter but also you should be able to glean some really helpful things and lessons and action points in here as well which is exciting. So I hope you are doing well. You'll be listening to this in March Ah, spring is coming, all is well, hope is here. <laughs> I feel like I should be in the sound of music. The hills are alive with the sound of spring. Such as me. Can you tell I'm in the ovulation phase of my cycle? I honestly, you could probably track the podcast. The podcasts where I sing on them are probably the, the podcasts that I record when I'm ovulating. Let's be honest. Um, but we are in March and March... April, May. I have got so much good stuff for you. So if you are ready to just totally transform your health and within the next four, eight or 12 weeks, like literally make a 180 degree turn, like just leave some of those symptoms behind, fix some of your hormones, like really um, see some incredible changes then I've got your back. I've got free stuff. You can work with me, everything in between. Lots of new things and exciting things happen. And some of the stuff I'm talking about is not um, maybe this will work for you. This will work for you. 
I know that's a bit of a radical thing to say, but I am so confident that you can feel better from where you do right now. And you can actually feel better in the next four to eight weeks. 100% doesn't mean you're going to hit perfection in four to eight weeks, but you can see and make massive progress in the next four to eight weeks. Of that, I am completely confident. Completely confident. This isn't I hope or maybe or only if you do these five bajillion things or only. No, you you totally can. You completely can. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that so hopeful? <laughs> After the long winter, you might be struggling. You might be feeling burnt out. You might be needing to hit the reset button like Jess. You might be um, feeling like you've gained weight or like your thyroid issues are going awful or your hormones are just horrendous or you're just getting to the point where you're so sick of living with that awful IBS and your embarrassing bowels and you've lived with them for literally like 15 years and you're just at the point now where enough is enough. If you're at that point, brilliant. I have got your back. So one of the first things I want to share with you, there's lots of great stuff happening. One of the things that's coming up soon is a new masterclass that I'm doing. So it's going to be on Tuesday evening. I think it's on Tuesday the, can't remember. Anyway, Tuesday evening, go to keziahall.com forward slash masterclass. And the masterclass is going to be, is called the um, Well Woman Blueprint. So in the masterclass itself, I am going to be talking, oh, Tuesday the 14th. There we go. I'm going to be sharing with you the new paradigm of feeling good each and every day in your body. The science, the sacred pra- the sacred practice, and the simple practices that are required for you to wake up with energy, to love getting dressed, to feel really confident and clear and lighter and brighter in your body. So I what I'm going to do in this, in this uh, masterclass is really kind of share this practical guidebook of what I mean by being a well woman, like the well woman blueprint, this new thing that is available to you. Because historically, women have kind of, not historically, let's say the last mm, 20 years, you've been kind of given the option of, probably more like 30 years actually, given the option of feeling rubbish, frumpy, sluggish, foggy, not great, or dieting. Those have kind of been your options. Feeling rubbish, burning out, not really caring, not feeling the way that you want to feel. Option one. Option two, join a diet. Those have been your two options, generally speaking, for most of us. Or be told by the doctor that, air quotes, everything is fine. Or that it's just because you're getting older. Or, air quotes, it's because you've had children. Or it's because you're nearing the menopause. Or whatever other BS that women have been fobbed off with because of the lack of research and the general discrimination within our medical system. Those have been our options. And actually, this masterclass, I'm going to share with you this other option. You don't have to diet. You don't have to feel like shit in your body and you don't have to be constantly fobbed off. What is the third op- the third or fourth option? And I call that option being a well woman, the well woman blueprint. So in this masterclass, I want to share with you what this looks like, what the science is, what the practices are, what the simple practices, the sacred practices. And by sacred, I mean things that help to regulate your nervous system and connect you with your full self, your holistic self. Because this isn't just about you not being bloated, although we can completely get rid of your bloating within a couple of weeks for sure. It's about your whole self. I don't want you just to be like bloated and then like super depressed you know, not bloated, sorry, and super depressed. No, no, no. want to deal with all of you so that you can wake up feeling confident and clear. You can feel lighter and brighter so that you wake up feeling good, that you enjoy getting dressed. You enjoy being in your body, not because it's a perfect 
I don't know, body, but because your body feels good in the way that it is unique to you and that you enjoy being in your body. You enjoy eating food, not because you eat quote unquote perfectly all the time, but because you know what foods serve you. You're empowered around food. Food feels good. Food is nourishing for you. How awesome would that be if you woke up feeling good, you liked putting things on your body, you liked getting dressed, you knew what what felt good food-wise, you felt clear, you felt confident, you felt lighter, you felt brighter. You were radiant. That's what we're talking about when I'm talking about a well woman. I want to share more about this in the masterclass and kind of the how-tos. The I'll share a little bit about the bigger vision, but you know me, I'm like Miss Capricorn over here. We, it needs to be practical, <laughs> Um, yeah, woo, feeling good can sound really lovely. Yeah, confident and clear. But what does that mean on a Monday? What does that mean on Wednesday? We're going to ground this into some real practical steps. What the heck does that look like for you? And how can you implement those in the next like three to four weeks in order to feel better? So if you want to get in on this masterclass, it's going to, we're going to start seven o'clock UK time. We'll probably run till nine, I think. So I want to leave lots of time for Q&A. It's a free masterclass, so keziahall.com forward slash masterclass. keziahall.com forward slash masterclass. Come and join me in the Well Woman Blueprint. This is going to be so inspiring. And I'm just laughing because I'm like, oh, yes, please. So motivational and a really powerful. If you're feeling stuck and you need to hit the reset button and just a bit meh when it comes to your body and just like it's just easier to eat chocolate and drink wine but I really do want to change, but I'm also just really uninspired. Come to this masterclass. You will leave totally inspired, motivated, feeling lighter, just coming to the masterclass. Even if you like literally come to the masterclass and drink your wine and eat your chocolate at the same time, your energy will still shift. I know it will. So keziahall.com forward slash masterclass. I would love to see you there. Otherwise, let's get on with today's show. Hi Jess. Hi Kez. I don't know if you need to talk close to the microphone. Hi Kez. <laughs> it's like we're doing a duet on, I do. on Eurovision. I feel like backing vocalists for Aretha Franklin. Can we throw in some sheep duets? Oh yeah, we could do. Oh no, I'm thinking about Eurovision now. Who was that that won Eurovision? What was the last Eurovision we won? We won. Yeah, no, we did win one once. Was something oh, about uh, like you're making your mind up. Was it because this? <laughs> no, no, there was like <laughs> something in the waves. Oh, sorry, listen. Katrina. Katrina in the waves. waves. Oh, yes. Did she have two people singing into one microphone? Probably not. No, it just came to mind. Anyway, no. is, we didn't come on here to talk about Eurovision. No, but... we came on because <laughs> Jess is back. Yay! Yay! shout from afar hello everybody i love you too hi fans (laughs) hi so everyone this is a slightly different podcast to just me talking to myself i have me and jess and the goal is that we're gonna do a bit of a kind of like what a consultation coaching session would be like but um she's also my sister so there's also some more weirdness yeah bonus Bonus. bonus extra bonus weirdness. weirdness slash yeah we kind of both talk to ourselves in a way yes yeah no we do so we last realized we've had five sessions of jess on the podcast so far i'll put those in the show notes and basically what we started with was 
maybe over a year, no, less than a year ago, we started was really looking at your hormones and you, we already knew you had hypothyroidism and you've struggled with anemia before and there was some energy things and then your periods and cycle were just like crazy. Crazy. And there was a couple of other stuff going on. So if you want to catch up with that, dear listeners, you can go back because there's five episodes where we kind of take through this far and then we kind of basically pause probably for about six months because yeah. hashtag life happened and we just needed a break. So we are now unpausing. And the goal today is I'm just going to kind of basically do a bit of a catch up with Jess in terms of her symptoms, where she's at and where you want to go. Where do I want to go? Where do you want to go? I mean, that's... The world's your oyster. <laughs> There's going to um, be a lot more singing on this podcast no. as well. Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, well, um, so... I don't know, I feel under pressure now to come up with some sort of life no, plan. No, you, oh, you don't need a life plan. Let's just start. Well, one of the key things we started on was periods. Let's start there. Oh, yes. Well, how are, the, how are periods? This is my story of woe, ladies and gentlemen, of yeah, woe. You're not alone well, in period oh, woe. They were bloody miserable, pun intended. <laughs> and yeah. then they got good. Yeah. Like, for like, oh. Sorry, Mike. For they got good for like six months, six months. Yeah, I think our last session they'd really improved. Yeah, and you were like, so, "Wow, these are much better." I was like, "So," and I'm not gonna lie. When I was like, "Wow, these are so much better," I was a bit like, "Oh, I'm fixed now." Yeah, it happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was fixed, but turns out that's not how life works. No. And but. So they were all over the place. So you'd have like, I had like a week off and then I have like three weeks on or I'd have okay. like two weeks on, two weeks off. And then, and then the problem with your cycle being like that is you're just in the luteal phase all the time. No, it's just not. So the luteal phase is the 10 to 14 days before you start bleeding, which is often when people have their most acute symptoms, depression, anxiety, sore boobs, feeling like life yeah. is terrible, tired, yeah. want to eat chocolate, just to hide in a cave. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. It's the bogging phase. Yeah, yeah. It's otherwise known as so that. that's why I... And I had a friend... Like, I had a friend, and she's going through something similar as well. And it just... just You just feel miserable all the time. So... So then, it had improved. It had improved. Then it got worse. And the, and it got worse probably, what, towards the end of yeah. last year? Yeah. And like over Christmas. Okay, so, so... End of 2022, Christmas time. Yeah. And I'm okay. going to put my hands up, right? I was taking the, I, I always call it Agnes, but that's not how you say it. Oh yeah, some of the herbal recommendations. A herbal given. recommendation, yeah. guys. And it made the world a difference. And then I sort of ran out at that key time. Like, you know, like end of November, December, where as a mum of three, you're just preoccupied with Christmas. And uh, it took till the new year for me to go, oh, hang on a second. Oh, that was making a difference. <laughs> that was making a difference. I just decided to not have it for a month and a half. Now I've had it again for a month and a half, two months nearly. Okay, so you're and back on it. Yeah, so, and my period arrived on time properly. And I was like, Okay, oh. good. That's good. So that's a good win. So I've not totally gone, I've not totally gone back, gone to where backwards to where yeah. I was because it actually, it took such a minor fix to sort of get some yes. sort of, but my other symptoms are still there. So yeah, I'm still like, tired and like I can't remember what the other ones are energy's still a thing like just like brain fog and that sort of thing still a thing is your brain fog consistent or is it like intermittent 
Oh no, it's intermittent, I would say. Is it I like, think it goes with like Is it cyclical like with your hormones, yeah, you feel like okay. yeah. and and your tiredness, are you yeah. constantly tired or is that um Again, do you feel like there's any cycle or patterns to it? Does your just because sometimes with fatigue, people are just constantly tired. It's just constantly low, and other people it's more like woo, crash burn, crash burn, crash like hi, woohoo, I'll do stuff, and then and then dips. It's probably more crash burn. However, and my woohoo highs are not that great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. There is an undulation there. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, and your any other new symptoms that are? Oh, my skin got awful. I don't, right, I'm going to sound like a proper drama queen because I've never had, I've never had skins, I've never had, been spotted as in, person ever. Oh, as in spots? Yeah. Oh, really? In like, on my face, like. Oh, I've not noticed. <laughs> now, <laughs> you're probably going to be rolling their eyes at home. I had like six at once. I mean, that's quite a lot for you. But that's loads for me, isn't me, it? I mean, we're lucky in that I think how we metabolise hormones means we don't, we're not, we've never been spotty people. It's not a symp- we're not symptom We're not high yet. androgen people, sort of. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. However. Okay. I was shocked. Shocked and appalled. Okay. I'm like nearly 40. I was going to say, because <laughs> like, you're, you're 39 now. I you am turned 39. 39 not that long ago. Okay. At the start of the year, turned 39. Okay. Any other? So, I, well, my long-term goal is still, I'm, I'm eyeballing perimenopause and the menopause. Yeah. And I absolutely refuse for my menopause to be hell on earth. And I know you can't really control it, but I think one thing you can do is sort of try and get your hormones fairly balanced and on track before you upset them. Yeah, no, before. Again. Yeah, makes total sense. Set yourself up for success. That's what I want to do. Yeah, okay, great. I just want to get healthier and healthier and healthier. And also my body's generally just not happy. So, like, mm. I am at the heaviest end of my... Oh, you know, like your natural swing of weight. Yeah. But I seem to have just sat at the heavy end now for like a year. Fun. And I'm not, I I like, I don't really like talk massively about weight and stuff because it's so triggering for so many people. But yeah, it's getting me down. It's getting me down. And it's allowed to get you down. It's getting me down. It's your experience is your experience and you can like detox like from the man and from diet and shit, but you can still like feel uncomfortable and inflamed in the body that you're in and both. Like, both are true. And if it doesn't feel right for you, then it probably isn't right for you, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just... It, this sounds silly, but I just feel heavy. Yeah. Like... Well, and it's like, everybody is different. But if you do have... We often think about, like, excess fat on the body as, like... I don't know. It just sits there, if that makes sense. But if you... And, and, and again, this is unique from person to person. So you, it's not necessarily across the board. But... If somebody, a lot of the time when there is excess fat, it, it is endocrine disrupting. So it's, it doesn't, excessive fat on your body or adiposity, adipose tissue on your body, a lot of that doesn't, it's not neutral. It actually does, it can create a lot of inflammation in terms of how it affects your androgen hormones and your estrogen profile. So, and and can create actually inflammation in a lot of a lot of the time so it might that might be why you feel heavy mm. is actually if you feel more inflamed than what you're used to or than what you like to feel it's not necessarily about fitting some cultural ideal that you've been brainwashed into telling you need to fit into but it's actually about you feeling good and like your body is this like expression of your best well, best self is even a cheesy phrase but like you're like it's your temple it's like who you are and there's alignment mm. there so it is a difficult one to navigate, but also 
um, weight that doesn't shift or if you feel like people gain weight and are not it's not always obvious to why then again that's also another really interesting data point in terms of okay why is the body not releasing body fat how's things going with the metabolism like we obviously know you do have hypothyroidism so your metabolism is already like impaired for want of a better she phrase she needs help man yeah, she, she needs help and you have had considerable amounts of stress if i think about the last year I think, yeah, I mean, this is maybe my... Maybe the most stressful year of your life, maybe? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, never mind, yeah. I think I just, I managed to, like, overachieve and, then, and concentrate it into six months, which... Yes, yes. Like, Preceded by, like, lockdowns, homeschooling, blah, uh-huh. blah, 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 all of that fun stuff. So, um, if we think about... It would make sense for your, for your weight. So, it sounds like you would like more energy. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Sounds like you'd like more energy... You want to sort out what's going on with your body composition. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? 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 Why? Yep. And who? Oh, no, who? But your periods better. Yes. Continue on the yes. And like prep preparing for menopause because yeah, at about 39, 37 actually onwards, things can fluctuate and change. And it's interesting that you do feel better on Angus Castus because that in itself is a nice little experiment. Or it's also known as Vitex or Chaseberry. Um, because that then tells us your progesterone without, I mean, ideally we would test, but if we haven't got test results, that tells us that your progesterone probably is on the lower end. And then the acne, again, this is all just, we don't know for sure, but if you're, makes me think you're, if your acne, you've not struggled with it before. It's not like you, no. when you were a teenager, where you were like spotty McSpotson, like uh-uh. it was not really an issue. I think if I had one when I was a teenager, it was like the end yeah, of the world. Yeah, it was like a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Which anyone listening to this is at acne Sorry. is like, we hate you. Sorry. Sorry. We, Sorry. I know acne We have other troubles. We do. Um, so that then makes me wonder, and then with, um, if you feel like your weight isn't shifting, if potentially your hormonal profile has begun to shift to like that slightly lowered progesterone. And lowered progesterone also makes sense when you've had a lot of stress, if you've had mm. a lot of cortisol, adrenaline going, as well as just your body beginning to shift maybe not even fully in perimenopause but head in that direction if mm-hmm. that makes sense then and that could maybe mean your androgens or anyway there's some bouncing stuff to go on there so what i think would be helpful from uh between now and maybe when we next do our session mm-hmm. would be to get an idea of um what you're eating so maybe doing a bit of a food diary again, which I think we did ages and ages ago. Yeah, we did. But um, how many days worth of food diary can you be bothered slash bear to do? Because I know it's like dull as anything. I find with food diaries, okay, if you do three or less, it's not honest. Yeah. Because for the first three days, you know you're doing a food diary, so you're not yeah. totally... Da, da, da. So I do feel, as much as it's a pain, I personally definitely need to do more like six five to six days yeah so like let's do a week's uh-huh because then i think you get a good idea yeah yeah i think that would be helpful then we can look at your food because obviously i mean it's obvious but how you've been how you're eating right now isn't probably going to be helping your body composition so we need to mm-hmm. look at why that is that's one component to it but also we need to look at that I know we also ran some thyroid tests last year. Well, you ran some with the GP and then you ran one privately. So we also saw that like antibody, that um, elevated antibodies yeah. going on. So there's that autoimmune component. So I think 
long term, we probably want to look at a bit of um, gut support because when you're dealing with any autoimmune um, like mechanism or functioning in the body, you don't always know why that is, if that makes sense. Although I tend to find in my practice, it's often either due to mold, heavy metals, trauma or stress, uh, generally can trigger those things off yeah. um, like environmental toxins basically like toxins because you could also call like traumatic things and stress like a toxin oh I yeah I totally it would. it's like into your but also, it, also and that's why it can be tricky because it's like this big spectrum of like had this really thing hard thing happen to me and I'm sad about it and also like just like mold and you might be as happy as Larry and then you like get exposed to mold and that can our brain can struggle sometimes to like I don't know rationalize those things so I think probably some gut support maybe needs to happen potentially and looking at what that what would be actually achievable. Um, and then if your hormones are out of whack and I think we might need to do some like detoxing. Yeah. I mean, you are detoxing, but you know what I mean? Like, well, so, yeah. Like helping your... So what I mean, what I mean by that, dear listener, is so your body's always detoxing, which is great. Yay, we're alive. Hooray. Um, but when you're, when you, if you are facing low energy or hormone imbalances and that, and, and it's kind of becoming more chronic or even actually sluggishness in body composition or like sorting out your body fat, um, to muscle ratio, um, which is really what we're talking about when we're talking about losing weight is people most of the time don't actually care what they weigh. They, it's like how much body fat versus muscle, like the actual composition, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I would, I'd be very happy if I weighed exactly the same as I do today, but I look like, you know, world's strongest woman. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, cool. exactly. So, or like you were, you'd fit into some other like, trousers that you had, but you actually weighed yeah. the same. It's all, it's. Yeah, I don't care. It's that. But Jess, come and bench press my car. Sure thing. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, I'll do that. Um, so I think we probably want to look at, so what detox support can do is really making sure that your the path, the detox pathways that you have in your body are really um, optimized or said another way that they're not sluggish. And mm. things like when there's hormone imbalances or fatigue or even things like acne or those kind of things can sometimes mean that there's a bit of a sluggishness um, happening because when it comes to your hormones, and I've said this a lot, but it's worth saying again, with hormone imbalances, it's a lot about the hormones that you make so what are you, what are you actually making? Like so, mm-hmm. with if Agnes Castus is helping, you're probably not maybe making as much progesterone as is as is optimal yeah. for you, and so that herb is helping with that. But it's also about what you make, the hormones you make, but then also what you do with the hormones when your body doesn't need them anymore. So your body doesn't need consistent, meaning the same amounts every single day of estrogen, the same amounts every day of testosterone and DHA. Like it does fluctuate, mm-hmm. so the body has to remove and excrete hormones, and if that doesn't happen. Um, really efficiently and optimally then that can then itself create a lot of imbalances yeah. which is why you can head into like perimenopause time where you're like well my hormones should be decreasing but you're sim- but you there can be imbalances and it doesn't always present itself as lowered hormone production it's actually more your detox pathways are create are sluggish and creating a lot of problems I'm not sure if I explained that very well does that make sense yeah, I think so. Production, elimination, essentially. Yeah. That's what you got to remember with hormones. You what you to, make, yeah. what you poop out. You don't have like rogue hormones. You don't need that day flinging around all no. the like old ones. No. And then, then the Messing pathways... with the system. No. Yeah, oh, you don't you want, want that. 
So we probably want to, and I know I have issues with um, detoxing uh, mm. because I'm just because you know. you've experimented upon yourself for years, for years, and ran like years. a bajillion of tests. So you probably you props probs do. Um, <laughs> uh, genetics. Yeah. So maybe well maybe the next one, our next podcast check in on food. What what changes would work around that? Yeah. And then maybe detox pathways. I already know what you're going to say. Jess, just drink less wine. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, because that, that would tick both of those boxes. It's sad times, everyone. It is sad times. <laughs> I mean, I'm also thinking the same. I've definitely drank more alcohol the last yeah. couple of months. And Although, I'm... nah, hold the phone. Okay, if anyone wants to know what it's really like to live with a holistic nutritionist as a sister... You get phone calls on like a Friday night or something oh, that yeah. say, Jess, come and get a bowl of wine from my house because I've had a whole glass and I don't want any more. <laughs> Who does no, that? No, it was because, here's, a, here's what really happened. It was a really nice bottle of wine. It was. And I, Joe wasn't going to drink no, it. No, he doesn't And like then it. I was just going to waste. And I didn't yeah. want to drink wine. I would literally, I'd have to drink the whole bottle of wine myself. <laughs> We, which I'm such a lightweight. Eat, yeah, and I have children, three children that might wake me up at 2am. That's not happening, people. That will not end no, well. it doesn't end well. Um, so I was like, well, I don't want to waste this nice bottle of wine. I've had my glass. I don't want any more. And I'm probably not going to want to drink tomorrow night because I don't always love drinking consecutive nights in a row because it makes me feel like crap. Mm. And so then that's when I was... Then... I came in. And then, and then, just being done. And I helped. And helped with the rest. So I'm, I helped. <laughs> helped with this. I, I love to help. Yep, help. Well, I'm drinking alcohol. It's uh, leftover. Well, I just don't like wasting. No. And I already had a lot of ice cubes of red wine in the freezer to put in bolognese. And I was like, it was and this was a really yeah. nice. Yeah. It, wasn't it was a bolognese nice bolognese bottle. wine, guys. No, it wasn't bolognese wine. Happy no. to help. Um, um, oh, side note. Anybody I, else has wine <laughs> that they would like me to help them no. drink? <laughs> I'm available. Just, 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 just message the podcast. <laughs> just DM Jess for her postal address. DM, any leftover DM, wine. DM me. Um, and wine is a fun and like if we think of hormones and and actually like body composition and energy, why like alcohol actually in general, it's it's a it's a it's easy in that it's very simple because alcohol is basically a poison. So if you're yeah. struggling with anything in your health, removing alcohol is basically always going to help. Put really simply. And especially with there's hormone issues or you're struggling to lose weight or you're, if there's, if it does look like there's like sluggishness in your detox pathways, mm. when you add alcohol onto it, it does um, just make it even harder, essentially. But there is like the pleasure aspect and the relaxation aspect and fun aspect of alcohol. So you do kind of need to balance that or, or find really what works or try and replace it with something else. So that could be an action mm-hmm. that you do is looking at um, alcohol. Because I know for me, speaking for myself, if I think about it, I've been drinking more than my normal the last couple of months, it would just be the stress. As, like it's because it either feels fun or it's because I'm stressed. And then you can very easily get into the cycle of like, I need caffeine to wake me up and then alcohol to relax, yeah, which is a part of both of those things. And you don't have to judge them and make them wrong necessarily, but it's just being really mindful for anyone listening and for us, me, that is that a, is that a, is that a loop that serves me? If that makes sense. Yeah. That I need to have several coffee or just, and I, and I do, and I also like coffee as well, but it just, 
I don't know. It can be helpful just to not necessarily judge and be harsh around, but just to notice and be like, oh, because I know with alcohol, it's like you can very easily do it just to wind down after a stressful day of the kids are being annoying or it's like a very quick way to like change. It's basically both of those things are quick ways to change your state, to change your biochemistry, to change your brain. And there's nothing wrong with that. But in the long run, you it's also worth looking underneath that thing. Well, yeah, you don't want to be dependent on a chemical. No. To have and, to do all those things. And alcohol is one of those weird things. That it literally is just poison, but it's very culturally accepted, which is the whole of the conversation. Culturally itself. acceptable poison. Yes. Whereas, like, we're all like, oh, I would never, I'd never vape, Jess. Oh, no. I wouldn't vape. Uh, I don't know what's in it. Why would I put it in my body? Yeah, just, just terrible. I don't actually, it smells bad. I don't like the flavours. But it's like, oh, but I'll drink my wine. It's funny. It's anyway. I don't know what's in it. Grapes. Well, also, yeah, that's the other thing. Alcohol people don't, companies don't have to tell you the ingredients of alcohol, which is why there's never ingredient systems. So they can literally put in whatever shite they want to. So sneaky. So sneaky. So you're like, and then I'm just charge having, you eight pound a bottle for the yeah, privilege. I'm just having naturally fermented grapes, Kezia. Well, n- no. No. Probably, it's probably got sugar in there, maybe colorings, maybe some like animal extract, maybe sulfites, just tons of stuff. Tons. Some stuff. Okay, so you're going to send me a food diary, which will be fun yes. times. Honest one. Because I know in the past, what's worked for you in terms of energy-wise, like l- shifting... Because you obviously went gluten-free and dairy-free, what, like, I don't know, four years ago? Yeah. Ages ago. Ages ago. So, and that definitely still makes a difference. It does. And potentially, what could help... Um, and I think even last year, you went grain-free Yeah, I did. Yeah, did. Yeah, I did. It was quite hard, though. I found yes. it was quite hard for me. No, grain-free is quite hard. It's difficult. Yeah. I d- you know what I discovered from growing grain-free? Yeah. I really like grains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had days where I was like, no, I honestly don't care what it is. I just want, like, give me a bit of rice. Oats. <laughs> just the just oats. Some dry oats poured into my mouth. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's fair. Maybe I'm not like a horse. Did you feel better being like grain-free, though? Yeah, I did. Okay. My body felt better. My mind really missed grains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. It's really hard because it means... No, it is hard. Like, it's a challenge going grain-free because no, if you go eat out anywhere, it means you can't really have... You just have steak. Literally like steak and salad. Yeah. Because you can't order like the gluten-free option because that's made out of just gluten-free yeah. grains. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if we, I mean, maybe don't need to implement it now, but it might help your brain with thinking and planning ahead because you're a great planner ahead of us. Oh, yeah. Is it might be that we don't necessarily, we'll look at your food diary and assess it, but it might not be go full on grain free because I think the best thing that you would do for your energy is whatever you can do sustainably and consistently. Mm -hmm. But it might be even just removing like processed grains out of it or like even like your gluten free like gluten-free grains and going more for like whole food grain forms like you know just like plain oats or like buckwheat and also even within grains finding the ones that work for you so a lot of the time with thyroid issues there's not a lot of research on this this is more anecdotal people don't really get on with like corn all that much Mm. or like soy all that much but a lot of gluten-free foods are mainly soy and corn so it could be that that you might not need to remove all grains like I know for me I've figured out that I don't necessarily need to be grain-free, but I I do quite well on, like, oats and buckwheat. But if I were to have, like, a lot of... When I have, like, gluten-free bread, for example, a lot, I don't... It doesn't do me that great. 
No, and you're not great with rice either, are you particularly? Yeah, I'm not. My blood sugar doesn't love rice. So no. I'm much better. So when I'm making like pancakes at the weekend, it's like buckwheat and oat pancakes or waffles or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So it might be that we ex- don't remove grains. And also from a budget perspective, grains are much cheaper than... If you go grain-free, generally are removing a lot of the lower cost bulking out things in your food, which is just a reality. So um, it might be that we maybe just experiment round with them like try just oats and buckwheat for a while see how you get on with that or just rice and like whatever yeah you know that kind of yeah no that makes sense um, and it feels a bit more achievable because you're like you know what i can make kezia hall's buckwheat soda bread which is delicious yes and or nutritious. like make some pancakes with oat flour or yeah. if you just need some really budget breakfast it's like well i'll have porridge <laughs> like, yeah as opposed to like i need to have eggs and sausages which is a more you know it's you, you've got to do what is actually sustainable so mm-hmm. do keep a food diary i will have a think about alcohol and again what would feel sustainable so what you could always do is like just remove it for a set amount of time and then introduce it again to get like a bit of a quicker boost energy yeah. wise like depends on your brain like, i mean i joke it's not like no, you know like you drink alcohol it's literally day. like just at the weekends friday saturday night yeah done and it could be the just not on a school night i'm not a not a wild child <laughs> you just like experiment i uh, like even how whatever feels realistic just almost to see do i actually feel better like and so you clearly know the pros and cons yeah because yeah. you might be like wow i actually do feel loads better um or you might be like i feel a bit better but i also really enjoy the experience so i'm maybe gonna do it not friday night on saturday night i'm gonna do it Sat just Saturdays, or I'm going to do it just every other weekend, or mm-hmm. figuring out what because I know when I drink alcohol, I tended to feel a bit rubbish afterwards. Um, so I so I know I w- would never really try and do it consecutive nights in a row because it's just just my brain is not very happy. Mm-hmm. Or if my anxiety, my experience of anxiety goes up, then I know alcohol something. If I want to feel less anxious, alcohol is something I want. It's just an obvious thing to go down. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's just about choices then, as opposed mm-hmm. to like, alcohol is the devil. It's not. It's, there's pros and cons to it, it's but not. it's knowing essentially what 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 do you want more at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's like Fair a enough. more grown up approach as opposed to like, I don't know, a lot of dieting culture is actually quite childish, if that makes sense of like. Oh yeah, and like you can never ever have that ever it's ever just, ever it's again. Just evil. It's just a bad food. You're a bad person. You eat that bad food. You're a bad bad person. You're like, wow, are we all toddlers? Like, wow, it was a fudge bar. Really? <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I'm a grown ass adult. Thanks. No, no, I'm not gonna go sit on the naughty step just because I had a small glass of wine. No. Diet culture. <laughs> I know. It's, but equally, you're like, oh well, this food is just us. This food makes my body feel like this. Ah. Okay. Do I want to feel like that? Uh, not really. No. <laughs> um, so, not too many actions between now and maybe we'll record, we'll record another one soon-ish so that we can create a bit more of a protocol. Because essentially I just wanted to keep, need to do a bit of an update, find out what was mm-hmm. going on. And oh, uh, um, this is an update. I am trying to sprout, currently sprouting oh, some broccoli. Yes. We, we had a wee chat the other day and Kes was like, just oh, yeah. eat some broccoli sprouts. Broccoli sprouts, love broccoli sprouts. So I'm currently, I'm not sure. I think I'm going to, I'm going to have broccoli deads. I think I might kill them all. Oh, send me a picture. Uh, I will. I'll do my you best. You've got to rinse them. 
rinse them? Uh, what? <laughs> you gotta rinse <laughs> no. them. Okay, well, I can, go, I, I can go and rinse them. Twice a day. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, just show them in a jar. Yeah, show them in a jar with, like, lit holes in. That makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. And then you just gotta rinse them a couple of times. Oh, that's so and weird. Every time we go, basically, or just think about every time we go to the sink or whatever, give them a quick yeah. rinse. A, a zhuzh. A quick zhuzh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. There we go. There we go, folks. Are you rinsing your sprouts? <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, uh, she's trying to sprout broccoli seeds to help yep. with her estrogen metabolism. That's why. What she said. And because they're very rich in sulforaphanes, which are wonderful for detoxing and help uh, reduce DNA damage, which we don't want. No, you don't want that. Nobody I don't wants want that. that. No one wants that. I don't we want don't want that. that. Sounds no. scary for me. Yeah. No one wants that. And broccoli sprouts is a relatively cheap, easy, yeah. but super effective and really well researched. So. And I'm sick of buying it from the supermarket because when you buy them from a the supermarket, they come in them stupid plastic tubs, don't they? Oh, yeah, they do, which is what I currently do. Terrible. Yeah, I'd, I used to sprout my own sprouts, and then I had... It's fine. I'll become a sprouting children. pro, and, and then, then I give can them sprout to them for you. I did make my own sauerkraut, though, recently, again, for like the first See, time never since I've had child, I've children. I've never done that in Just had loads life. of cabbages from my veg box. That right. really it's a good but use it worked. of cabbages. But, yeah, so I used to sprout my own broccolis, and then had children. But, yeah. <laughs> I think it actually had a lot of children in a short space of time, I think that. Yeah, that's probably the more accurate thing. <sighs> Right, talking about children. I need to go get them. Yeah, I need to... What time is it? Yeah. Children. Right. Well, we'll see you next time, dear listeners. Dear and we listener. will make a plan for Jess's detox, body composition, and hormones. Woo! Woo! Woo-hoo-hoo! Woo! Thank you for listening to the show. And if you haven't left a review yet, please head to iTunes and leave a rating and review so that more people can create more incredible health. And just so you know, I still have two spaces available for my in-person luxury shift retreat, which is happening at the beginning of March. So if you want to know more or sign up straight away, head to keziahall.com forward slash shift. Feel free to email me or DM me if you want more information, but there's two spaces available and I know, I know that you could benefit from a weekend of support, fun, luxury, one-to-one support guidance so that you can create the shift in your hormones, in your belly, in your life that you really want. Okay. So that's keziahall.com forward slash shift or get in touch and I'll send you more options. But you've got to act quick. This is like four weeks, three, four weeks away. So you want to sign up. It's just outside of Edinburgh. I know you can do this. I'd love to see you there.